0: or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast, where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now, to the show. Hey everybody, want to post a quick podcast about... A quick little blurb I read in this book, How Bad Do You Want It? Mastering the Psychology of Mind Over Muscle by Matt Fitzgerald. That shout out to my buddy Christian. He passed along to me and I've been enjoying him about 100 pages through. But there's a chapter in here entitled The Art of Letting Go. And a quick summary is about a triathlete named Siri Lindley who, real short story, When triathlon became an Olympic sport, she decided that she wanted to go after that and was super dedicated to it and had a few crucial races where they said she really sort of choked and had taken herself out of the running to even be able to compete in the Olympics and then went on to have World Cup races where she would fall flat and really needed to get a result. And she eventually hires this somewhat controversial coach and he really puts the training to her some crazy bike sessions some really long runs doing things at weird times and she's about to crack almost and he sits her down and asks her what are your goals and she starts counting them off you know wants to win a world cup race wants to win another u.s championship but wants a world championship medal but as she's talking She's getting really tense and her voice sort of changes and her breath becomes a little shallow and he's like, okay, forget about all this. You're, you've totally lost the fun and you're caught up in all of these accomplishments that, you know, you're, you're looking at this sport with so much pressure on yourself. And let's talk about why you started doing triathlon, Let's go back to the beginning and so let's kind of change the focus of the training or maybe we could say it as let's change the end point. Let's get really fit. Let's have fun doing it and reconnect with this and the reason I want to post this is I think and this is really for the cyclists that it's almost all of you are trying to improve and along that road, you know, I never had any dreams of doing anything that I've been able to do on the bike, which has made this journey so incredible. I started riding, and when I asked myself why did I start riding, I wanted to get healthy, right? And I I know there's a big handful of other athletes out there. I had to lose weight, was just trying to reconnect with sport in general, and cycling found my life. And for many of us then, we find bike racing, And we start showing up to races. We don't know anything. We get a little bit better. We get a little bit better. We go. And we start trying to climb the ladder of the categories. And as you start climbing at some point, sometimes it might get a little tough. And you start putting a little bit more pressure on yourself for the points. And you start thinking more of how many people do I have to beat? And what result do I have to get with this many racers? To get seven more points and da da da. And, and I will say there's a little bit less pressure now because you have such a long window to get the points. But once you let go of wanting to just get the accolade, or once you let go of just doing these races because you feel like you need to get this accomplishment that you set out to do, you will perform better. And In this chapter, you know, I don't want to give it all away of what happens in case you decide to read this book. But another piece to this that he says is have fun. And I don't even mean with just the training, but have fun with the events. I was talking to an athlete who races a good amount. And last year or two years ago, we were talking about an upcoming event. And she just sounded there was just a lot going on and she sounded a little overwhelmed and I said do you want to go to this event she's like well I don't know and I don't remember if she said not really but it was more it wasn't like yeah I'm super pumped to go race it was more like she felt like she had to go do this to go check the box because most of us if we have a race within three hours of our house that's kind of a local race and you want to go you sort of feel like you got to go you don't have to go. (laughs) It's okay to miss that race. And this was something that I learned when I went back to school and had decided I was only going to do very, very, very close to home races. I just didn't have the time. And I had decided, hey, I really want to do well this first year of school, figure out what this is going to be all about. I knew some of the math courses were going to be difficult for me because I hadn't done Like any serious math in a while I didn't even realize there was going to be that much math In an MBA program So I had to do some extra studying to catch up And In doing so I remember some local races Or what we consider local I'm like you're not going to that race I'm like I just I can't spend four hours in the car driving there And I, I just don't And then I got to come back on Sunday I just don't have the time Like I need to be studying I want to do well at this That wasn't going to be fun to me If it's not going to be fun, I would really ask yourself, why are you doing it? Now, with that being said, if you're trying to upgrade, I do think there are some races that you go to that might not be fun on paper because you have a goal or you have a commitment to a team. And I say that in there are races that I raced in with horrible weather and less people showed up and you still get the win and you get some points. Now that I've accomplished those, I have wussed out of events that I did not feel were super important to, like, this year I'm on a team where I didn't go to a race because it was looking like it was going to be 42 and raining. And I told the guys, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry, I'm not driving six hours to race in the rain and then drive back when I can train here. And really, we're all on this team for bigger fish to fry. You know, some to play devil's advocate, Had I gone, it would have been another race to race with other guys and maybe gel with them more. I'm sure there would have been positives that came from it, but there also it would have been a mental match to go do it. And I really, most of my riding on the amateur level at this point, I need to have fun doing it. Otherwise, I will not have longevity in the game anymore. I've been doing this for a long time. And so I joined Velo Brew to race big events like nationals tulsa joe martin which unfortunately i'm not gonna be able to make masters nats events where it's really hard to do well at period but it's very 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 hard to do at by yourself and i want to be a part of a team that can do something if i can be on the team that wins nationals that will be a massive sense of pride and i'm so pumped for that race in virginia this year can't wait to see what that course is about but back to the podcast all of that sounds fun like those challenges sound fun those big races where it's going to be extremely hard to get someone on the podium even if we come in seventh I'm having fun training to get there I'm having fun looking forward to the adventure to go on with the guys and having the weekend and towing the line against some of the best amateurs in the country if you're not feeling that excitement something is off something is off in your training you're training too much you're not training the right things you're not feeling confident or maybe there's something going on off the bike with family stuff maybe you don't have supportive family members around you or maybe there's some negative self-talk or there's something going on you should be excited for bike races not nervous for bike races now when you get to the start line there might be some anxiety and some nerves and the night before it's like okay, like this is a big event. Like I'm I'm a little nervous. That's a different nervous than when we're talking about, eh, do I kind of want to go? Do I not want to go? I would dig into that and find out because this for most of us is a hobby and hobbies should be really fun and challenging. And there's fun in that challenge. So I just wanted to post this because I think it's you know so interesting that even these athletes that are at a ridiculously higher level than most of us have issues with this and sometimes it's um you know the people around them that help them to step back from the training and step back to the from the race and say why are you doing this why are you doing this and i You know, I'll share my own story of having turned 40. I always laugh when people say they have like a midlife crisis. And I really had, I was actually kind of looking forward to this wondering, is this going to like, what happens? And I think at 40, for some reason, the number looked very different than 39. And I really thought about what I was intentionally spending time on. And I actually talked to my husband, Chris, about it. Like, hey, you know, I ride a lot, train a lot. A lot of it um, is going for a big goal of i probably have a few more years of having a crack at amateur nationals. And after that, you know, when I'm not good enough to possibly win, hopefully I can still maybe play a role in helping someone else win. Who knows? Maybe I'll only be doing master's races then. But we talked a lot about what are we spending time on? What are our goals together as a couple? What are our individual goals I always think it's a really good practice to do with the person in your life because just as you're changing, they're changing. Um, You know, we're at different phases of careers. So that is something that we have to adapt with. And I think it's just, I'm super passionate about this sport. And I know so many others that are listening to this are really passionate. And this comes up with my athletes. You know, we hit times where we need to be malleable with our training the amount of hours we put in sometimes you can put in more than others and it's not an all or nothing sport you know we were talking about this in the discord sometimes people think if they're training 15 hours then all of a sudden they're only gonna be able to start training 12 because their job just there's like a now a new hour and a half something that takes away from one day and 45 minutes from another day and like forget it it's over i can't do this it's like you can you just have to do a little bit less It's like, right? Like, when things get crazy for me and I'm just about to pull my hair out, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll ride a little bit less. And then I'm like, I really want to ride though. And I'm like, oh, good. That's a good feeling to have. Like, I still really want to do this. And then I just get better at planning and prioritizing. And maybe I wake up a little bit earlier and get more stuff done super, super early. There's always a way around this, but have fun. Sorry, I got a little verbose, but I'm just really passionate about people having fun on this journey, especially when trying to upgrade. And there's, there's no reason to have so much self doubt and second guessing oneself, when you're taking on this big goal of trying to upgrade and do well at events, because so many other people are trying to do well too. It's tough, it's hard. And that's what makes it fun, right? Like, we can just be normies like our friends that don't do endurance sports as athletes. That's way easier. Hey, what are we doing this weekend? We're meeting up. We're going to dinner. We're grabbing some drinks. We're chilling. We're chilling. We're we're team. No chill. <laughs> now there's chilling, but you know what I mean? You're an endurance athlete as an adult. For most of you, some of you are still in college or whatever, but for the adults out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's a different Lifestyle And it's trying to balance it all. And I'm, I know you can do it. If you can train 8, 10, 12, 15 hours a week, you can definitely figure out a way to make sure it's fun while you're doing it. So to that, hope you're having a great week. And can't wait for the weekend. Can't wait for spring. I just planned a fun weekend with a teammate coming up. We're going to do some sweet podcasting and talking about training when I'm there. And you'll find out where I'm going in a bit. See ya.